Hi, everyone. Welcome to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church. We're glad you joined us. At the table with me today is Pastor Ben, Tara, Missy, and Pastor Jim. And, of course, we're glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. And if you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or your Bible app to today's passage, which is Psalm 46. And before we read the passage, let's pray together. And we encourage you, wherever you're at, to pray with us. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Amen. So Psalm 46 is our passage, and we hope you'll take a moment and turn there. Starting in verse 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Jim, you picked this passage for today and thought it appropriate with the outbreak of the coronavirus. And I thought maybe to get us started, we know everybody's talking about the coronavirus and we realize that um, for some it's a, a cause of fear and anxiety and we pray this passage would be an encouragement to them. But I thought maybe to get us started, have any of you ever been or maybe you still are afraid of something? Yeah, I hate spiders. Still? Still. Can't stand them. No spiders. If I think one's crawling on me, you'll see me do a dance. That's very strange. And everybody knows that I hate needles. I just, if I, even the thought of needles, I will, can't even watch medical shows on TV because of needles in there, and it just drives me crazy. And I'm claustrophobic. I can't stand to be in real tight, closed spaces. I can't breathe. And I am afraid of the dark, even still. When I was a kid, I did not like thunderstorms. I would pound my head on the pillow and call Mama. <laughs> I would go over and over, Mama, Mama. <laughs> That was last night for us. <laughs> last night, yeah. <laughs> the, um, well, we read Psalm 46, and one of the things we discover is this idea that Christians don't need to be afraid because God is in control. And I thought we might take a little time discussing, what does it mean to be afraid? I'll put you on the spot here. And maybe those of you listening are, can think about that too. What does it mean to be afraid? The idea of a bit of Ben being afraid of spiders, are you calling out to your mom? When your mom came, you were probably less afraid, weren't you? And I think that when we recognize that God is with us, uh, then we don't need to be afraid either because God can take care of any problem we face. I always think when you're afraid, you feel out of control and it always helps me just to pray and say, God, I know you're here. 
I need you to calm me down. Please help me. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference, too, between um, a little bit of fear that causes you to be cautious um, and take necessary precautions and then fear um, that, that takes it a little further where you're, you know, jumping and screaming because of a spider. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, cha I'm channeling your, your Bible study here. There's healthy fear, and then there's unhealthy fear. I think I watched a video on that. I did, that. yeah. It's on our Facebook page at Gospel Center. <clears throat> oh, proceed. Uh, oh, I'm done. Why don't you start? You're done, though. Well, I think it's, um, you know, when I'm really afraid of something, it's, I carry that with me until it's resolved. Like I'm afraid of something. And so like with a spider, if it's on me, I do a crazy dance and it flies off me. But if something else is really causing me fear, then I do a crazy dance in my spirit, you know, and like I begin to look for things. And do I really think that God's that refuge or do I think, oh, if I just distract myself with something or I, I turn to something and that'll make me feel better. Or buy a lot of toilet paper. Buy a lot of toilet paper, <laughs> yes. Well, verses two through three in this passage that John read uh, speaks of reasons to be afraid. It says, the, mount, the earth gives way, the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. That's natural disasters. And we get, we sh you know, if a tornado comes flying through Indiana, we, we get a little bit of afraid because we're out of control. And then down here in verse 6, it talks about nations are in an uproar, kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. That's talking about political upheaval. Mm -hmm. And we can be shaken up by political upheaval as well. But it, all, it boils down again to the Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. And the fortress is a place we run to in time of fear. Mm -hmm. And so we don't need to be afraid. So moment of vulnerability where does where do you run that's not the lord <coughs> uh we can lock our doors yeah we can uh, buy toilet paper mm -hmm. we can uh <laughs> stay away from large crowds disinfect your phone disinfect our phones like we just did a minute ago mm -hmm. and i think even just the anxiety that you can create within yourself like not even doing something um, on the outward side, but just I get in a habit sometimes of not being able to sleep at night because I'm thinking too much or worrying too much about things or mm -hmm. just the what if this happens? What if, you know, one of my kids get it? What if this happens? And um, festering in that I think can be a big temptation for people. Yeah. Do you think there's a difference between being afraid of something and being concerned about something? Um, some people have concern about the coronavirus right now. And is it wrong to have concern about it? Is that different than being afraid? Or say you're going to go to the hospital, you're going to have a surgery. Is there a difference between being afraid and being concerned? I think concern is appropriate. I mean, I think when you are concerned about something, it causes you to um, make better choices sometimes. Like, you know, maybe it's not a good idea to go out right now if you're... Um, if you're of bad health, um, or if you do start sneezing and coughing, stay home, wash your hands. But when that becomes um, so much that you are just terrified, obsessive, and obsessive about it, mm -hmm. I think there is a fine line there. Mm -hmm. I think it's wise for well, if a tornado again comes through Indiana and they warn you that a tornado's on its way, it's okay to go to the basement. It's okay to go into a closed room. Hopefully you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but it's, it's not good to go and stand on the roof of your house and say, come on, tornado, you can't mess with me. That's, that's healthy concern. But we need not fear. 
because ultimately we know that we win in the end. I've often thought there's a difference between fear and concern on one end, on the other spectrum, dread. Like I always think, Jesus didn't fear the cross, but I think he dreaded the cross. Like he prayed, Father, take this cup from me, if you will. Um, I think there's a dread there. And I think sometimes people, they hear Bible verses and they're like, oh, I'm not supposed to be concerned about, I'm not supposed to be afraid. And they, they lump the word fear into a broader definition that means, I can't be concerned about it, or I can't wish, boy, I really don't want to go through this. And I think as God's people, what we realize is that when we talk about fear, uh, that means we're losing confidence and hope in God. It doesn't mean we're looking forward to something. It doesn't mean we're not preparing for something. But I think oftentimes it means that we've really lost hope that God can work in the midst of something that we'd rather not go through and ultimately bring about his good. And... um, I've just found in my own life, there's times I feel guilty because I think I'm being afraid, but I'm not really being afraid. My hope is in God. What I'm doing is I'm being concerned or I have a sense of dread because I remember when my lung collapsed and I had to go into surgery, I dreaded a surgery. I do not like needles. I don't want to see a scalpel. Uh, When I went into the ER two weeks before the surgery occurred and my lung had collapsed, I just told the doc, I don't want to feel a thing. I don't look forward to pain at all. And uh, I dread that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a difference between concern and fear and dread. And so, um, Jim, you have kind of a, a focus verse in this passage that you think is what gives us uh, a reason not to be afraid. Yeah, verse 10 says, uh, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. This idea of being still is... I used to think it meant shut up, but it really doesn't. It means calm down. It's like when Jesus calmed the, the winds and the waves. He, uh, says be, it's a, he stood and said, be still. And this idea of being still, we can relax in knowing that uh, God is God. He said, know that I am God. And what are, what are some things we know about God that can allow us to be still in these dangerous situations? I think just the fact that he's always available. Like if I'm home alone and hear a noise and Jim's there, I'm not afraid. But if he's not there, I am afraid. But I realize God is always available. He's always there. And that is a real comfort to me. What always comforts me is knowing that God goes before us. Um, We don't know what's going to happen. Unknowns are scary to me, but God knows what's going to happen. And that brings me comfort. Yeah, nothing catches him by surprise. Is it Psalm 139 that talks about every day of my life is written in his book? You know, like, he knows. Like, he knows what tomorrow brings. He knows if I'm going to be doing something that I dread or something that I enjoy. I mean, he's, he's there, and he's already been there, and he knows how to get me through it as well. Yeah, and one of our favorite passages, of course, is Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It doesn't get much darker than that. God is with me. You know, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. I can be comforted in that dangerous, dangerous situation. And I like that he can work all things for good. You know, we have that constant hope that whatever we're going through, that ultimately God can work it for good. Mm -hmm. And we might not see that in the moment, but in, you know, the perspective of eternity, Mm -hmm. to know that God can bring good out of that. But I guess... 
our one idea to pass along to people today is this, is that Christians don't need to be afraid because God is in control. He's God. As verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. The coronavirus isn't God today. The Lord's on the throne and Amen. he's God. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we hope you have peace. And our question for you today as you leave is this, what is your focus today? What is your focus on? Is it on God or is it on something else? And as you ponder that today, we hope that you can shift your focus and have your focus on God and find your peace in Him. So, God bless. We'll talk to you next time.